Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, this is kind of the wrap-up to our the 2022 fantasy season. But we're as we talk about 2023, we're going to talk about 2023 breakout players, we got two players each to get you. You just throw them out there, start thinking about for next year. And then this will be our last episode for a while. Um, take a little hiatus in the winter or late winter, spring here. Not really much happened. It's playoff football, but it's not fantasy related right now at this point. So no need to talk about too much of that. But um, you can always keep checking us out on Instagram, Instagram.com slash fantasy football prof. I have a little bit there. I mean, obviously it won't be as much as in season, but there'll be a little bit of content coming out from time to time and then um you know free agency comes around draft comes around we'll be back around and start talking a little bit about that stuff before you you know then all of a sudden it'll be summer before you know it and we're talking drafts again but we'll get there but all right two breakout players each jeff who do you got who's your first uh my first one is going to be a guy that was injured pretty much all year um high hopes for him his team has gotten a lot better over the year, and that is uh, the wide receiver that I actually thought was the most talented in the draft, and that's going to be Jamison Williams. So he's going to be kind of forgotten about. You're not going to be sure where he fits into the offense. Um, you know, he was healthy for the last few games and really only caught one big pass. So uh, I think for all those reasons, um, the fact that he didn't play, he's going to be my breakout. I think that he has tremendous upside, and I think they can fit him in uh, very quickly to that offense. So. I like him a lot, the speedster. Yeah, he's it's interesting. He came, they didn't really get him involved a lot, obviously, coming back, but when he did, it was pretty good. Um he had a 41 yard catch. His only catch was a 41 yard catch. <laughs> he had another catch that was a 74 yard touchdown, but it was it was ca- called back because of a penalty. And then he had one run for 40 yards. That's what he did. One catch for 41 and a touchdown, one run for 40 yards, and then a 74 yard catch. Touchdown catch um, called back. The speedy showed on that. Actually, this was in the Green Bay game, wasn't it? The the speedy showed on that seventy four yard touchdown that got called back was crazy. He just blew he blew those guys away. Like it, they couldn't come close to him. Um, they use him correctly next year. It's going to be ridiculous. He's going to jump way up. And this offense was really good, but they didn't have Monroe St. Brown was good, but Williams can make it even better, and he can be really up there. Um, and yeah, he had no time to, he had no preseason. He wasn't able to practice with these guys until part of the way through the year. And then, you know, the, the talent was shown for sure. Yeah. So and that's coming off an ACL injury. And I mean, you think that there would be a, like he would go out there and if he just looked like he could play with everyone in the NFL, that would have been a good first step. Being like, you know, you didn't, you didn't get any of that, that initial, you know, lead up into the season. But the fact that he showed that that speed did not disappear at all. And he might even get a little bit stronger, put on a little more weight, uh, be a little more durable. Um, makes me very, very excited for, for his prospects. So, uh, yeah, once again, I, I thought he was the best wide receiver coming out of the draft. And the fact that we didn't get to see him out of sight, out of mind, that's going to be a lot of people. So, um, yeah, yeah I mean, people aren't going to know where to, where to rank him. And I think that's you, why you're going to get a deal. What is his best case, even in fantasy rankings, best, best case, oh, best is people- case? Uh, people hype him. He's maybe like thirty fifth or something. Or maybe, yeah, I was gonna say maybe, he, that, he that's like be, the maybe if you if you want to get cute, you put him at like you know. I mean, I probably would put him higher, but I could see him being like 
a barely startable wide receiver. So you you see, see some people put him at 30 and be like, we'll see how the knee goes. I think, I mean, he really does have, you know, top 15 upside easy. I mean, honestly, if it goes really, really well, but I want, I don't want to get out of my mind. They still have Jared Goff. They, you know, Amon Reyes, St. Brown is going to catch the majority of the balls. They're going to run. They're going to do all this stuff. But like you said, the big playability will uh, make up for a lot of that. So if they do kind of focus on a, here's a handful of plays per game, we're going to try to go to him, you know, and screens and whatnot. Um, he could be a little bit, uh, a little bit of that bulletproof, you know, you kind of like, uh, kind of like, and he's not Tyree kill, but kind of in the same realm of these speedy wide receivers that all you need is one. All you need is that mm-hmm. deep ball. No, I mean, kind of like that, or you have the big athletic guys that they throw to in the, in the end zone. And you're kind of like, he doesn't need a great game. He just needs that one drive, that one, yep. one play going to him. So I think that's why I'm, I'm so very, very high on, on him. And we saw Devante Smith, which I think that Jamison Williams is a better prospect coming out of college. Um, but obviously both Alabama guys, both undersized, you know, underweight. Mm-hmm. And Devontae Smith really showed out that he could actually play in the NFL this year. And uh, it was his second year. But I think Jamison Williams could definitely have that type of performance, you know, in the second year, even though he didn't really get to play. So yep. not that that's his comp, but, you know, they're similar in ways. So I went with a rookie receiver, so now will be a second-year receiver as well, and one that it's similar um, in a way. Um, he he did more this year, but he was hurt, and he kind of got forgot about. I went with Jahan Dotson. I really like Jahan Dotson. He was the 16th pick in the draft, so he was, I think, the next. I don't think there was a receiver after Williams other than Dotson. Dot Williams was at 12. Dotson, I think, was 16. Um, Dotson was hurt, missed some time, so. You know, he looked okay to start the year. He had two touchdowns in week one. He had a touchdown in week two. He had a touchdown in week four. He was doing some stuff. And then he, week four, he had, so he had four touchdowns in four weeks and then he didn't play again until week 10. Got a little bit of a slow start. And then he ended the year, not bad, five for 54 and a touchdown, four for 105 and a touchdown, six for 76 and a touchdown, three for 37 and three for 72. So he had seven touchdowns on the year, which is pretty impressive. Seven touchdowns on off, only off 35 catches, playing 12 games. And a couple of those games where he really wasn't active or wasn't really involved. This can, like a lot of situations, can depend on a quarterback. We don't really know what what the commanders are going to have there. Um, they used Sam Howell in this last game. Um, they've tried Heineke. They clearly don't think Heineke's the like a starter material. That you know they they pull like in in Wentz. No one really, you know, it's Wentz. And I still don't know why Wentz can't put it together, but he just can't, right? He just he just can't. And I don't know if Sam Howell's that guy, but someone is going to be there, hopefully, and make Dotson a better player. He still will be behind McLaurin, obviously, but I think he's going to be another guy that's going to be maybe more under the radar. He's not one of the flashier wide re- rookie receivers either, you know? So because of that, he's going to be down there a little bit, but I think he's going to definitely surprise some people and have a pretty solid season, especially if that if that touchdown ratio continues with more targets, more catches. If that's what he, what kind of player he is, and he, they find him in the end zone, it's going to be pretty impressive. So, Jahan Dotson's my first pick for breakout player for twenty twenty three, but hopefully he has a good quarterback or an okay yeah, quarterback. Yeah. I know that is a there's there's a handful of guys that I would love to pick, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just like I don't think their situation's going to get any better. So I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna hold off the gas a little right. bit. All right, your second and final um, breakout player. 
Yeah, second and final, and I could go a million different ways with this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, stick with my guy. I'm going to mention Christian Watson one more time. Um, people might say he already flashed, you know, he already broke out. And I would say, you're welcome. And I would say, yeah, he did in a certain way. And I think, you know, I don't know what he finished in the top 30 because of a few big games. Um, but I think that, I mean, we even talked about it when we mm-hmm. did our initial top 10 wide receiver rankings and our 10th, we kind of threw in like the wishful one, yeah. like both of us did. Um, Hey, I really do think that he has the ability to be like to sneak into the top 10. I think that he has that kind of ability. I think that he will get a lot better. He was hobbled by injury. They cleaned up, uh, I think it was his knee, but they cleaned, you know, had him go through very minimal surgery early on to clean up an injury. And they, you know, they let him take his time getting into this offense, even though they desperately needed a wide receiver. He has the speed, he has the height. uh, He will get those drops under control. And even with the drops, he was able to still make a name for himself they aren't going to go out and get two new wide receivers. Alan Lazard pretty much said he was like He's done gone. with Green Bay already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dubs look interesting. He looked good in in the short amount of time he played. You know, he was, he was very up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, they they desperately need him. Even if they added a mm-hmm. veteran wide receiver, uh, he is going to be the number two, number one, whatever it may be. He had, uh, even in the lo- last loss to the Lions that kept him from the playoffs, he had over 100 yards. Like, this guy is a really good wide receiver uh, at a very young age, Uh, whether or not Aaron Rodgers comes back um, will affect that. But at the same time, I don't think like if he left, I think that would only hurt his stock and then I would pick him up for less. So I think that even though he kind of broke out, I think that he is going to break out to a whole nother level. And I think that he has top 10 upside. I know a lot of people would disagree with me on that, but I mean, I see the the talent. I've been touting this guy, and I'm I'm kind of just on the bandwagon. I, I don't see any reason to slow down. No, it's great talent. He's he looked good. Yeah, the drops were the thing. That was the drops were a thing for him in college. I think was was a was one of the knocks on him. But that can that he he can correct that. He can get better at that. But the talent is unreal. So yeah, I just I feel really good about him. Yeah, and if Rogers does leave, it will drop him a little bit probably. Um, and give it more value. He's going to be ranked, you know, he'll be ranked around 20th. I would say I'm going to guess yeah, like, I, and most like guess. regular rank. Like I feel somewhere in that range, maybe top, probably top 20, um, depending on, I mean, quarterback, but he can, he finished 25th this year. So he can definitely, definitely um, jump up from there for sure. You, you, you would think, that. but there, you know, a lot of injuries and you kind of forget about these guys. Right. And if Rogers does leave, I have mm. a feeling he slips out of like the top 30. They'll be like, what do we do with this guy? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of one of yeah. those. It's out of sight, out of mind is a real, real thing in the mm-hmm. offseason. And um, you know, he's he, he's kind of a you know, he's a he's a quiet guy that went to a small mm-hmm. school. And if he doesn't have a a, you know, that the immediate thing will say he doesn't have a Pro Bowl type quarterback anymore, they're gonna run all day or something. I mean, <laughs> it'll be the same thing yeah. over and over. So I'm I'm hoping. I mean, I don't hope Aaron Rodgers leaves, but I hope they even add a wide receiver. And once again, gets downgraded because he's number two, and I will just pick him up for cheaper, and that'd be great. Yep. All right, so my final guy. I thought about going Garrett Wilson here. Um, but... <laughs> I, I, I literally thought you were going to put him on there. Yeah, but I just, uh, more, you know, the more I thought about it, he finished 21st this year. 
Um, yeah, how much better can he actually get? That's with, the question. Especially, well, especially with the the really rough quarterback situation, he's oh, that hundred percent. What I mean, mean? I, I think he yeah. is a crazy good talent too. But mm-hmm. once again, well, I, I don't know if his situation is going to get him to a place where he can actually. I like Jahan Dotson's potential situation because I think at worst case, Jahan Dotson has Taylor Heineke, who's at least serviceable, you know, at least can make some players good. The Jets, I think, going to give Zach Wilson another go. I don't know. So I couldn't, I didn't want to put Garrett Wilson on this list. I love Garrett Wilson. I'm still going to be, you know, Garrett Wilson's going to be one of my guys next year, but 21st is still, you know, maybe he'd only goes up a few spots from that. But so I didn't go with him. And I decided there's a lot of wide receiver potential players. I, I was looking. Um, there's a lot of guys you could think about here. At running back, there's not as many in my mind. Um, I wish this would be like Brees Hall, another jet, but coming off ACL, that's gonna be tough. But he could be a value. So I went with quarterback and this guy, I ranked eighth in the quarterback ranks the other day. And the more I thought about it, I think he could even jump. It's Trevor Lawrence. Trevor mm. Lawrence, I think, could have a breakout year. It started to come on this year, right? He started to. I mean, this guy This guy was a, like a generational prospect, right? Like, Trevor Lawrence was the best prospect at Andrew Luck. I mean, like, without a doubt. Like, he he was. Everyone, like, he was, he was the sure thing. Didn't he? I mean, he won the... Didn't Clemson win the national title in his freshman year? I don't, you know, he just right away was great. And this year, 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, eight picks. He can get better. He can get better than that and quite a bit better than that, I believe. Christian Kirk's pretty solid. Zay Jones is solid. He has good, he has a good team around him. Travis Etienne should be better. I really think there's potential for Trevor Lawrence to jump up into the top five of quarterbacks and be that next. Why can't he break out? Why can't he become that guy? He had the talent. Um, I can, I can easily see him jumping up and the more and more I think about it, probably won't rank it that way. I'm going to keep him around that eighth spot where I have him right now, but I'm really starting to like the potential here and thinking he could get into that top with, you know, it's Mahomes Allen, Mahomes Allen for sure. I'm always, I'm always yeah, sure I was about just them, saying, right? Those are the I'm, I'm always two. sure about them hurts. We think will be up there too. Right. But, but I'm telling you, I'm still not. I should be, but I'm not yet 100% sold on Hertz as a long-term guy. Burrow, I'm pretty confident in Burrow. Yeah. Lawrence could be in that top five with those guys and be just as good, just one of them. And, he, could. I, he could. I think he could. So Trevor Lawrence, I can see big things coming from him. So yeah. he is my second breakout player. I, I like that. I, I I was very surprised when you said you were going quarterback because, yeah. you know, it, you had the jostle and uh, I, and, I'm trying to think if there was anyone else. I was like, I was hoping you were going to pull it like some crazy thing where you're like Zach Wilson or something. I, was no, like, oh. I just, I, was I like, okay. I looked at this and looked at this and I'm just like, I, I don't know who I don't have a lot of other guys yet in my mind at any position that I'm just like, for yeah. sure that they're going to get up hope, there. Hope you're going to go Kenny Pickett or, you know, give me, <laughs> give me something I, crazy here. No, no, not, I, I don't see it. I don't see it yet. Um, I think Jared Goff's going to be a value. <laughs> That's one thing I think is going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah, everyone underrates that guy. So that like I don't see other quarterbacks though. But like, uh, yeah, I feel I feel good about Trevor Lawrence. Um, having a pretty good year, you know. Yeah. Still, he's going to be a good price for us to get in like an auction draft. Yeah, and is I have two two more guys I just want to yeah. mention. They they weren't on here, but I thought they were kind of fun to talk about. Uh, number one, no one's going to argue with me, but. Um, he never actually did it yet. And that's Rashad Bateman. 
he was hurt. He's another mm-hmm. one that you're kind of like, where does he end up? Yeah. Is he a value? Is he the injury lingering? But he started off really well, uh, obviously, on the Ravens. And what is his ceiling, really? Um, so he's a very intriguing one, but he's kind of that middle ground, so I didn't really talk about him. And the one I did want to say uh, that um, I don't know why. I just have, like, the when he was healthy this year, I just had this feeling in my head where I'm like, everything is starting to line up for him perfectly. And this is a tight end that is getting older and he's at a position now, like a place in his career where I feel like tight ends either make or break it. And they're either just a consistent uh, blocker or, you know, they move on or you, you really break out. And uh, that is David Njoku. And he showed some definite, definite signs. He, he is, he's always been a freak athlete, never been able to put it together Next year, they will have Deshaun and he'll be, you know, Deshaun Watson and he'll be uh, be able to practice and get on the same page as all these guys. If he stays healthy, Najoku is going to be that that tight end that I will be looking to pick up and uh, hopefully that I don't have to pay for one because he'll have a ton of upside. And if he puts it together, he he really is that freak of an athlete where he could Mm -hmm. he could be a top three tight end right out of the gate. And, you know. There's there was no short things this year besides for Kelsey and Kelsey keeps getting older. So even though I think Kelsey will be number one, we'll have the same mm-hmm. names like you know Andrews. Will Kittle finally you know do, you know the same ones over and over? Najoku is that guy mm-hmm. where I'm like I think he could really break out. He would be the third guy I would talk about. Tight ends are so hard to figure out when they're ever going to break out or if they're going to break out early. Because I would like actually a name I had on my um, there's a couple of tight end names actually out there in my mind that mm-hmm. are like they're too far. I like them, but they're not like even fantasy relevant yet in, in normal leagues. But Isaiah Likely, your guy, he he's a yeah, interest. Love... He's very until, interesting. Uh, he's very it, interesting until Andrews it, is gone. Uh, yeah. But he's definitely got. He's definitely involved in that team. Like he's you, you watch the Ravens and Isaiah Likely's out there. Like he plays a lot. And I tell <laughs> you, like the best team honestly would be <laughs> like for them would be Andrews at the tight end. And then Isaiah likely at the other tight end or putting him out as a, a wide receiver and people just being confused. Bateman coming back. And then even Duvernay, like he was actually kind of solid. And then you have that backfield where is Lamar going to run it? Is he going to hand it off to Dobbins, who I'm just waiting for that guy to finally stay healthy for a year? He's breaking my heart every single time. But yeah. that is a very deadly offense and likely is the is the kind of the guy that switches everything up. Do you what do you do you put a linebacker on him? Do you put a you know a DB? Do you try yeah. like how do you how do you figure out for that when you have that much size? Because Bateman is not small either. So well, it uh, um likely at eight for one oh three in this this past week without Andrews in the game, without Andrews out there with 13 well, he, targets. Oh so. he did it earlier in the season too. Yeah. I was trying to think uh yeah. what that was he had like six for seventy seven and a touchdown I think yeah, I saw I mean, yeah and then there's one other tight end that's another he, he's a he's another he was a rookie this year who started to play a little bit better at the end. He was a second round draft pick and Trey McBride from Arizona. He's um oh, yeah. interesting. I kind of like him, but still even as a second year tight end, it's harder. You know, they just they just seem to take longer. So yeah, they will. And he he was a very highly tight. Yeah, I think he was he the was, number one tight end coming out of college. And yep. I think he's more put together, but I don't um I, the, that offense scares like it we don't know what's going to be. But we don't know what. I just what, don't think they're going to go tight end heavy. Like I don't, yeah. I don't see that happening in that offense. I could be wrong, yep. but that's you know, why you're always kind of like, okay, Mahomes loves a tight end. Like you know, you have certain yep. quarterbacks, certain offenses that rely on it. Right now, Cardinals are not really that, but we'll yeah, see. But they could there's change. some inter- interesting players. The tight end's so hard to know when they're going to happen. You can see the talent, and a lot of times, I think both of those guys at some point in their careers will be pretty good, but. 
it's hard to predict it for yeah. fantasy <laughs> without a doubt. And, and it just shows too, like very rarely do we go in on a tight end. Like we're very specific about it. Mm-hmm. How, how many years do you think that uh, David Njoku has been in the league? I mean, he's probably been there four or five years now. Yeah. He's been like six. He's okay, just went through a yeah. year. Okay. Even he's, further. He's yeah. About to turn 27 next year. Yeah. So it just Crazy. shows like, and that's about the time too. Like you yeah. have to be in your mid twenties because uh, for whatever reason, it takes so freaking long, unless you're he's, kind of like a freak. He's talented. He, he definitely is. So, but all right, there we go. Breakout players. And that'll be it for us for, for quite a while, but we will be back. Start to talk about 2023 again, you know, at that point, free agency, things have all changed. You know, who knows what'll happen. Aaron Rodgers, maybe we'll know where he is. New coaches. A lot of stuff can happen. So I guess next time we talk to you, it'll be a whole different NFL. So that'll do it. Talk to you guys next time.